Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the One Big Thought Podcast. I'm Andy George, the senior pastor here at Crossroads Fellowship, who is the host and sponsor of this podcast. It is the wonderful church in Raleigh, North Carolina, where I pastor. So grateful that you join us on this episode. Before we jump into part three of a multi-part little series around how do I do life and ministry around inspiration and not frustration, uh, I just want to encourage you on a friend end. Listen, if you are if you are listening from anywhere, and if there's anything that we can ever do for you, I always want to make sure that that is known and that that's available, that one of the things that we really truly mean when we say is that we want to be a place that can give resources to people. So if there's anything that you see that we have that we can help you with in your journey and in your ministry or in your leadership, please make sure that you reach out to us. You can do so by going to info at crossroads.org send us a message let us know also speaking of this podcast be sure to share this podcast if you get a chance go ahead and and rate it and leave some comments leave some questions and we really do enjoy having you on this journey so here we go we're going to jump into part three of a multi-part podcast little series around how do i live life out of inspiration and not frustration All right, I would encourage you, if you haven't done so already, make sure that you go back. In fact, if you want to hit pause right now on this episode and go back and listen to the first two parts of this multi-part little series. Where this came out of is in just being in ministry and leadership and talking to a lot of people in ministry and leadership, including our own staff at times, I find that people often are struggling balancing being frustrated in leadership, frustrated in ministry, as well as being frustrated just in life. And so I really think that this content on how do I make that shift to go from being frustrated to being inspired, how do I keep my eyes on the right thing, is very valuable both for people in ministry, people in leadership, uh, marriages, uh, people working with other people in any regard. This is very helpful to you. So part three of this sermon, I call it sermon, of this little series here uh, around inspiration to frustration. I want to talk today on how to actually transition from being frustrated to being inspired. So how do I make the transition from frustration to inspiration? So listen, the shift from frustration to inspiration in ministry and life and leadership begins honestly with a conscious mental decision to choose a better path. Now, I know it's not that easy just to say, well, just think differently, just think positively. But as a leader, it's crucial to submit our thoughts to God and allow Him to renew our minds, which enable us to embrace inspiration-driven leadership. So even though it might not be as easy as just saying, hey, just change your thoughts, the Scripture is clear in Romans 12, 2. It says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good what is acceptable, and what is perfect. So even though it might not be as easy as just changing your thought life, it is biblical to have God renew your thoughts and change that. So to go from frustration to inspiration has to be that conscious mental decision that, you know what, I want to choose a better path. So the transition from frustration to inspiration, I want to just focus on a few steps here. I'm going to give you a couple of steps. And as we talk through these steps, uh, I want to uh, just encourage you to be thinking through how and where in my own leadership does this apply. So five steps 
on getting out of frustration into inspiration. Number one, make a conscious decision to choose inspiration. I know it sounds easy, right? The first step in transitioning from frustration to inspiration is acknowledging that the choice is in your hands. Making a conscious decision to pursue an inspiration-driven mindset, you empower yourself to overcome negativity, to overcome and embrace a more positive, faith-filled approach to your ministry. This decision involves submitting your thoughts, struggles, doubts to God, trusting that He will provide the guidance and the strength needed to make this decision happen, this transformation happen. So as you choose to uh, pursue and follow inspiration over frustration, remember that this is an ongoing process, and it might be a daily process, but it might take time, intentionality, effort to rewire your thinking and adopt a more positive, hopeful perspective. So you have to stay committed to the journey, in other words. Be reminded and remind yourself of the reasons behind your decision, seeking God's presence and reassuring as you navigate the transformation. So step one, make that conscious decision to choose inspiration. Number two, step number two, you have to revisit the seed of your calling. Remember in the introduction and week one of this multi-part podcast episodes, we talked about how the seed, the very thing of which either frustration or inspiration is birth, that is your calling. It is your why. It is holy discontent. It is the striving to excellence, all those reasons, right? So in order to go from frustration to inspiration, I find in my life often, I have to go back to why I do what I do. I'll say and call it the seed of my calling. In the middle of strategies, in the middle of struggles and, and challenges and pressures of ministry or leadership or family or relationships, it can be easy to lose sight of the original calling and the passion that you once had that really fueled your work. In fact, if you're a minister right now, I want you to go back. Do you remember... Do you remember the moment that God called you into ministry? Do you remember that moment where you just knew that this is what you were called to do? And to reignite your motivation and rekindle your hunger for God's movement, take that time and just go back and remember that calling. Consider the reason behind the ministry, the reason behind your doing what you do, the vision that inspired you, the impact you hoped it would make in the lives of other people. So by reconnecting with your why, you can recenter that focus on greater purpose of your ministry. You can shift your attention away from the frustrations, the obstacles that may cloud your vision, and this renewed sense of purpose can serve as a powerful driving force, really propelling you forward with renewed passion and conviction. Step one, make a conscious decision to choose inspiration. Step two, revisit the seed of your calling. Step number three, cultivate a hunger for God to move. One key aspect of embracing an inspiration-driven mindset is to cultivate that hunger for God's presence and power in your ministry. That hunger can be nurtured through power, uh, through prayer, through meditation, through studying the Scripture. And as you actively seek a deeper relationship with God and a greater understanding of His will for you and your ministry, you stay connected to God's purpose that way you can more readily recognize that his hands at work in your life, his hands at work in your business, in your relationship, in your ministry, in your purpose, refueling and fueling that faith and enthusiasm that you have. So as you hunger for God's movement, uh, his passion, his calling, that hunger for God's movement grows in your life, you also find that your perspective shifts 
there's an increased focus in the opportunities and the possibilities rather than the challenges and limitations. So this newfound, I'll call it optimism, it's more than that, but can serve as a catalyst for positive change and growth, both personally and within your ministry. I just know that when when you are hungering for God's presence in your life, when you're hungering for His presence, and that hunger grows, and that hunger grows, all of a sudden you, you really do start to see things just a little differently. So here we go. Uh, step number four, you have to embrace holy disconnect, uh, discontent. Holy discontent. I really like this one. Uh, holy discontent, that's that dissatisfaction with the status quo that drives you towards positive change and growth. So instead of viewing discontent as a negative emotion, recognize that it has a powerful force that can inspire you to pursue God's plan, vision for your ministry. Embrace this discontent as a catalyst for change, using it to motivate your purpose of a deeper understanding, a deeper relationship with God, and a more profound impact on those in your services. Listen, you can, you can channel that, disconnect, that discontent into a desire for growth into transformation. You can turn that frustration into inspiration, allowing this powerful emotion to propel you forward in your ministry rather than holding you back. So don't view, if you're sitting here right now and you have a a discontent for what's happening in your ministry, you can look at that and be pretty frustrated by that. Or you can see that that's like that fuel that you might need to spur you on to change. So step number one, Make a conscious decision to choose inspiration. Two, revisit the seed of your calling. Three, cultivate a hunger for God to move. Four, embrace a holy discontent. Uh, content. And number five, seek God's guidance in renewing your mind. Ultimately, seek God's guidance in renewing your mind. It's kind of what I talked about in the intro of this episode. As you work to transition from frustration-driven to inspiration-driven, seek God's guidance. It's essential. Submit your thoughts, your plans, your emotions to God. Ask Him to renew your mind according to His will. Trust that He will lead you in embracing an inspiration-driven mindset, providing the wisdom, strength, perspective needed to make this ultimate transformation. And as you continue to seek God's guidance, you might find that your thoughts and attitudes begin to change. That's the hope, reflecting a more hopeful, faith-filled approach to your ministry. And by relying on God's wisdom and direction, you can effectively overcome the frustrations that once held you back and step into a new season of inspired leadership and spiritual growth. So as I wrap up this episode, I want to encourage you that by choosing to focus on inspiration and submitting your thoughts to God, you will allow Him to renew not just your mind, but also get you back to that calling, leading us to a more effective and fulfilling ministry. By reconnecting with that seed of our calling, we can reignite our passion, cultivate a hunger for God's movement, and embrace holy discontent to drive positive change and growth in your ministry. Well, hey, that's that's a good stopping point. Next episode, we're going to talk about being a person of God versus being a worker for God. I think that's an important important thing in our leadership that we got to be a person of God before we are a worker for God. But I do hope that this episode helped you as we continue to understand of what does it actually look like to transition from frustration to inspiration in our ministry and in our life. 
Again, I want to remind you that if you are listening, if there's anything that we here at Crossroads Fellowship can do for you, uh, will you please reach out to us? Let us know if there's anything we have that can help you in your ministry or in your life or in your business or in just in your uh, day-to-day operating, please let us know and reach out. Again, you can reach us at info at crossroads.org. You can also go to crossroads.org, our website, and find out more information about who we are, what we're doing as a church. And if there's something there that that uh, causes you to uh, want to pursue or ask questions, please make sure that you reach out. Thanks again for joining me on this episode of One Big Thought. I look forward to catching you next time as we go into part four of inspiration versus frustration. Frustration.